We are now being joined by AJ McKee. We'll begin with a few questions in the room. Go ahead. All right, Congratulations. AJ. Enjoy it while it lasts. I guess first things first, are you excited to fight that guy? Oh, yeah. And your mother. <laughs> All right. Well, what just transpired? Can you give me your initial, uh, your initial thoughts and reaction on what we just saw? He went out there and did his job, you know. Um, nothing I didn't expect. Um, he went back to his bread and butter. He rocked Sanchez a little bit and uh, saw an opportunity, like he said. He, he got around that neck, and that was it. And from your perspective, I mean, when you watch him, you, you sound like it's so nonchalant, like, oh, yeah, that's what I expected. So when you, when you analyze him from your perspective, what do you see that you think you will be able to, to, to do to top him? Well, the difference is Sanchez is not me, and Pitbull is not Sanchez. So for me, the fight is irrelevant until one of them gets to where I'm at. So now that he's also in finals, now I can begin to uh, analyze and assess what I'm going to do in the fight. You know, I'm a lot bigger, a lot longer. I got a 75-inch reach. There's no way he should get anywhere near me. Um, if he goes out there and fights the way he fought that fight, I promise you he won't get near me. He's going to have to create openings, try to get on the inside. You, you got to bring the fight to me. I know you got the belt, but at the end of the day, I got the reach. I got the advantage. And I think if you ask fans and maybe the promotion from the business side, when this thing started, I mean, I don't think they could get a, a bigger final fight than you and Pitbull. So from your perspective in building your star power, how much do you love this matchup? 17 and no. You can go back to my very first in interview. Patricio Pitbull has been the man, you know, nothing against him. He's got great accolades. I, I already said I'm going to be a champ champ. So for me, like he said, well, he said he's going to beat me. But, man, like I said, it's it's the new era. You know what I mean? He He's saying my time's over. My time's just begun. So uh, we'll we'll see. And, and throughout this, have you have you in a way been been rooting for Pitbull because of, you know, just like what we just talked about, the finals, like McKee, Pitbull, it, it had to happen. Definitely. You know, it, it's a it's a fight the fans have wanted for the longest. On top of, he's underrated, you know. He he is an outstanding champ from beating Chandler to he, – his accolades, his credentials, his record is phenomenal. But at the end of the day, no one has a win over me. No one has a belt with my name on it, and no one's going to have a belt with my name on it. Is there any bad blood? I mean, we just heard what his team was yelling and, and everything. Uh, how does that resonate with you? His teammates ain't shit. They, you know what I mean? At the end of the day, he has to go in that cage and fight with me. You know, we, we keep our respect mutual, but if one of his teammates want to mouth off, they can get slapped. The, you, you know what I mean? You know, keep, keep the fighting fighting because there's a different side that you guys don't want to see. So let's keep the respect levels cordial and mutual because I go zero to 100 real quick. They don't call me the mercenary for no reason. <laughs> and and we, we know how, like you said, 17 and we know how great you are fighting. You know, how'd you like commentating tonight and kind of being on the broadcast team? It was surreal, man, honestly. It was, it was a little nerve-wracking at first, but once I got up there and I got to just open up a little bit, um, it was fun. You know, I got to see a different side of the entertainment world. I have a feeling that having one foot in that door and showing and showcasing my skills in the entertainment world along those lines, it's going to open up many, many other doors outside of the fight world for me. We'll take a couple more here. Donna? AJ, in terms of when the fight's going to take place, the outcome tonight couldn't be any better for you, could it? No, you know, I'm just, I'm staying in the gym, staying ready. Um, 
you know, something my dad's always put in, in me. To be a champion, you, you have to be the champion. And if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. So that, that's my mindset. Stay ready, you know. I, what, I ran five miles yesterday. So I, I could fight next week, honestly, if I needed to. Pitbull's talking about let's fight now. Hey, <laughs> you'll get your dream and your wish, homie, you know what I mean? So um, it's time to sit down with Mr. Croker and uh, set this date up and, and get this action on, on showtime, baby. All right. Thanks, AJ. Appreciate it. Anytime. Thanks for having me. All right. We are now being joined by Patricio Pitbull. Patricio, congratulations on the win, man. Could that have gone Thank any you. better? That was so quick. Yes, this uh, was uh, with the challenger, but it was very complicated in the training. So it's not as like as you think. And when you got that guillotine locked in, um, it seemed like you were the first person to know that he was out. Did you feel him kind of go limp a few seconds before the stoppage? Yeah, he, he was sleeping and I, I knew that. I told the referee, but he didn't believe in that time. Yeah, for sure. And um, this obviously lines you up for a pretty big fight against AJ McKee. Um, was this the fight that you coming into the tournament was hoping would be at the end, at the finish line? Yeah, it's, it's the perfect final. For, the, for that movie. Yeah. yeah. He is undefeated. I'm the champion. You know, let's, let's see what's going to happen. And I know what's going to happen. And I feel like you're starting to finally get the respect that you deserve. Uh, people are recognizing how good you are. So to even boost your star power uh, further, do you think this is the biggest matchup uh, that, you could, uh, that you could have possibly faced off against? I don't know. I really don't think about that. I know I am the number one in the world. So... It's, it's enough for me. I know my, my records, I know my numbers, my titles, the meaning of that. And he was in here earlier and he kind of listed off the advantages he thought he had over you, the reasons that he could beat you. Um, from your perspective, how, what, do you, what do you think that, how do you think you can beat him? Uh, it's, a, it's a fight of five rounds. Uh, he gonna came to the another place that he doesn't know. It's a competition fight for the, the belt. It's a different, different preparation. Everything, everything's gonna happen. And he knows my power. He knows I'm I'm dangerous. I know he's scared. And, and, you know, in the cage after you guys had a stare down um, and, and you and your team and, and him exchanged words. Is there bad blood involved with this one? It's a, a challenger. I know he's good. He's young. But I told him to be a complete fight, he deserves to be defeated and he will be defeated by me. That's what I told. And, and throughout the tournament, you know, I asked AJ this and he said yes. Um, were you almost rooting for him, you know, to win, keep winning and get to this point so that you guys can be matched up together here in the final? Uh, not really, but I knew it's, it's, it was possible. So I, I, I'm thinking about it. And, and you had some comments about Michael Chandler fighting for the UFC belt. It, is it, you know, you said you're almost rooting for him. Is, is it weird to, with the rivalry you guys have had to almost be rooting for him in this, in this title fight? Yeah, 
now represents me. So it's important. Thank you. <laughs> Patricia, congratulations. What a performance. What is it like having the so-called greatest of all time, what lightweight that is, watching you? Is it any added pressure or do you not care at all? Uh, I didn't understand the question. Sorry, I was just saying basically, what's it like having the so-called greatest of all time, Habib, watching, watching the fight? Is it any added pressure or do you not care? I, th I thought it was me watching me fighting. <laughs> That's why I didn't understand. So, but I know Khabib was there. I just saw him before the uh, after the fight. So, I didn't knew that during the fight. How, I, was, I was focused in me. Yeah, fair enough. How do you think you match up with somebody like Habib? Uh, I have a strategy for him. You have sure. a strategy. Uh, yeah, 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 strategy. Yeah. He, he always keep coming forward and he, I think someone who is going to fight him need to make his step back. That's it. Yeah. So applying lots of forward pressure. Yeah. Yeah. So it, pressure him. Yeah. Do the same as Gleison Tibau did. You yeah. remember that fight? I remember that who fight. Who won? Khabib won, but it was, it was back yeah. and forth, wasn't it? I think even the everyone need to watch that fight again. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So, is AJ the toughest matchup in your division? Uh, now, I think yes, because he's undefeated. I think so. Hey, Patricio. Uh, last time we spoke, you, you promised me, you said, I'm going to finish him this time. And you both came out, it seemed like you were patient and, and composed. Did that play out exactly how you trained and how you prepared for it? Your last fight, I was very uh, fast. I was introducing karate in my, my game, and I realized that when he blocks all my punches, and I was thinking about that with my coach, Everton Lopes. He's two times uh, amateur world champion. And he told me, hey, just be patient and go in the right moment. That was what I did. Absolutely. And you said AJ is, is perfect for the movie, right? And I know you said you don't think like this, but with your history of breaking records and your star power and his star power, do you feel this could possibly be the biggest fight in Bellator history? Uh, I don't know is the uh, eu não sei se é, será a maior luta do Bellator mas uh, vai ser uma grande luta porque ele é, ele é invicto ele é um cara que foi construído pelo Bellator e tá aparecendo como número um contender então vai ser uma grande luta I don't know if it's going to be the greatest fight in history but he's been built up by Bellator from his whole career here at Bellator, he's undefeated. He's in the finals against me. So it's going to be one of the greatest fights of all time. All right, we'll take Thank a couple you. more here. Donna? 
Patricio, when will the fight take place? Uh, I know that AJ just came in here and said he'd be happy to do it next week. I know that you've not got a scratch on you. When is this fight going to happen? I can do it now. I'm ready. The cage is there. I'm here. He's here. Let's do that. Eric, call show time. Let's film this. That's it. Eric, was Henry Cejudo playing an April Fool on Chael Sonnen when he said he was coming back? <laughs> uh, Henry Cejudo and Chael Sonnen together is a. Uh, it, it's hard to tell with those two, to tell you the truth. I don't know. But we'll, we'll see. I'm, a, I'm always uh, looking for another belt. So C4 sounds about, what, sounds about right to me. Sean? Uh, Patricio, congratulations on the victory uh, once again and, you know, defending that title. You know, talk about how this tournament brought out the best, and not only you, but all your, also your fellow competitors, how they had a chance to, you know, have the spotlight on them and kind of get built up a bit before you had a chance to uh, take them on in the cage and beat them. You get this? What's your question? Oh, I was talking about, talk about how uh, he embraced being part of this tournament. And, you know, basically, you know, having the spotlight on the featherweight division on his competitors, so they got built up as well as he did before he took them on. Fala sobre o como toda a atenção estava nessa categoria, divisão, e aí sua divisão recebi muito mídia, como você sentir, dando muito mídia e atenção para sua categoria, você... Cara, essa categoria, this division is the best division in the world. We know uh, we have another organization that is UFC, but if you see all these fights that was in the tournament, everyone is very tough. So I, I know uh, the best guys are here. Thank you. Simon. Hey, Patricio, congratulations on the win. I just have one quick question for you. I just want to know, how did your training switch up uh, the second time around against Emmanuel? Uh, it was about patience. It was about strategy. The training is, was almost the same. I changed the, the strategy. That, that, that's it. And my box is getting better. I, I know that. All right. Thanks, Patricio. Thank you. All right. We are now being joined by Scott Coker. Scott, uh, Bellator and Showtime, event number one in the books. Uh, not too bad, huh? Not, not too shabby. Yeah, I think we had uh, some great fights tonight. Some really competitive matchups. The main event, I felt, was... Um, was surprising a little bit. I thought it was gonna. I thought it would be a little bit more third, fourth round. I think the. I thought the the fight would end maybe uh, at that point. But you know, Pitbull is a beast, and you saw why he is a pound for pound champion for Bellator. And would, right now, he is the pound for pound uh, number one in the rankings. Uh, where would you say he ranks all times for the the fighters that you've promoted? You know, I'll tell you that's that's a really tough question because you know we've promoted a lot of great fighters, but. You know, I think he's got to be in the top two or three because when you think about what this kid has done day in and day out, I've never seen him, this guy in a boring fight. He always brings it. He always throws power, tries to knock you out, tries to submit you. I mean, he's he's always advancing his position to win and, and not just outpoint you by five rounds. So he's he's going for it. And, 
And to win at featherweight, the way he's been dominating at featherweight for all these years, even before I, I got here, and um, you know, and then win at the lightweight division as well. I think that it's something that uh, is very special, and and I think you guys all saw tonight how special of an athlete this guy is, and I'm glad he's finally getting the uh, credit that he deserves. Um, but um, I think he'd be top three. And, and listen, we've promoted some great athletes over all these years. Are promoting everybody from. You know, I mean, we, you, you guys all knew who, who they are. So uh, I, I, I would say top three, but he's, he's a special guy. Is AJ McKee versus Patricio Pitbull, like could, that, could there have been a better scenario for your finals of this Grand Prix? You know, I know that's the fight that the public wants to see. And so, you know, it just worked out this way. I mean, you know, it's not us. It's not the reporters or the promoters or the staff that's getting in the cage. It's those two guys. And that first fight in Israel was unbelievable. And, you know, it was a split decision um, and, you know, we, we didn't get that fight, but we got the fight that showed the dominance, dominance of Patricio. And now this is the fight that everybody wants to see. And now we're going to get it. And it's for a million dollars on top of what they normally get for a purse. So it's, there's a lot of money riding on the line for these kids. And I'm really looking forward to it because AJ is a guy. Honestly, I walked into a rec center and he was fighting an amateur fight. And he was the main event. And it was his father and Rampage Jackson there coaching him. And we had a chat after, and I said, I really like this kid. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sign this guy when he turns, when, when I, you know, eventually decide where I was going to go when he turns pro. So we signed him, and we built him up over the last five, six years. Now he's ready to go, right? So it's going to be a great, great fight. This is going to be a fight that the fans really wanted to see. Totally agree. And uh, just two quick ones from me. Uh, time frame for that. Is there, I mean, both guys had quick fights to get them into the final you think we're just going to try to turn this around as quick as possible yeah i was talking to his manager before uh we broke here and i said when um what are you thinking and he said probably june or july so this fight will happen in the summertime for sure this featherweight tournament has been going on for a while and as you know because of covid um but you know it'll be such a, a great fight and we're gonna we're gonna promote the heck out of it because this is a, this is a matchup that's going to be unbelievable and uh, right before the event started, there was some news that came out that Mike Goldberg is no longer with Bellator. Um, mm -hmm. Was there, can, can you just kind of give me your, your thoughts on his tenure with the promotion and, and his departure? Yeah, I mean, listen, Mike is, uh, he's, one, he's a friend and he is, uh, you know, he's been the voice of MMA for such a long time, uh, along with Mauro. I mean, Mauro, he's been around Pride, back with Pride with Boss Rutten. And I don't know, I mean, this is way back. This is, you know, 97, 98, 99. So, you know, at one time we had the, the, the two best in the planet and, um, you know, it was a production decision and uh, they uh, decided to move forward and, and that's where it's at. But you know what, this is the kind of business that you never know. I mean, you know, like if, 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 if there's boxing on one side and Mars doing, who, who knows what will happen in the future, but um, that's the way that it, it, it rolled out. And, and tonight, Usman Nurmagomedov uh, had, had an awesome fight, um, great debut. He, he said after that, you know, his hope is to be the Habib of Bellator. Uh, you know, does that excite you to hear that out of him? Yeah, listen, what I saw was a 22-year-old kid, has a lot of skill, can kick from either, either leg, either side, has some decent, good punching, and he's going to be a kid that's going to be hard to keep down. And he's, I heard he can wrestle as well. He didn't wrestle as a lot. I mean, he didn't wrestle a lot in this fight. But I'm looking forward to seeing how he develops. And, you know, when, uh, you know, when he has training partners, you know, like his, uh, like, like Khabib and his other 
cousins and friends and they, they you know what it is it's like i've seen it happen because i was i was with aka from the very beginning when they started you know doing mma and when i say with them i wasn't you know part of the gym as far as like uh, being a trainer or an owner javier mendez owned the gym but i saw frank shavimar come in and i saw josh thompson come in and mike swick and kong lee and then before you know it all these killers were there kane Velasquez, daniel cormier and then all of a sudden this gym just started becoming like a fight factory because they just push each other. And so I'm telling you, this, this kid's just going to get better and better. I'm really excited to see what we can do with him for the, you know, for the next two or three years. And, you know, you guys had the rankings come out last week. Was there anything that, that surprised you, A, and B, how much, you know, as a fan, is it going to help with seeing that, you know, four and five next to people's names when they're watching? Yeah, you know what? That's the reason why we did it is, you know, we wanted to make sure that the fans could look at our rankings and, you know, very simply say, okay, who are the fights that maybe we want to see as a fan? And again, these rankings are not done by us as a company. It's done by the reporters. There's 17 of them uh, around the world that contribute to these rankings. And uh, I, I'm really excited because it's going to make it a lot easier to figure out, you know, who's going to fight who. And of course, some people are upset. But what I'm really excited about is what will these rankings look like when we get the fighters that haven't fought for us yet in here? Like, like Usman, this is his first fight. Now he'll probably go on the rankings at a certain point. Rumble Johnson, Yo Romero. The, you know, there's a lot of great fighters that have not fought. That once we get them in here, it'll start moving our rankings around. I'm really excited about that. Scott, after such a great event tonight, I'm curious for those that may have missed it, what fight would you go tell them to watch tonight outside the main event, and why? You know, I'll tell you, there's there were so many great fights, and it, there were so many tactical fights that it's 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 that's a tough one because. Like if you're a jujitsu fighter then or jujitsu stylist and you really like Neiman Gracie, that fight with Jackson I thought was a great matchup and you know that could fight could have went either way and you know it, it worked out for him. But I think Neiman will come back. But I think that's to me that was one of my favorite fights to watch because it's a striker versus a grappler. It's like age old combat, right? Back back to when this you know it may all began. Like who could beat the striker? You know, is it a grappler? Is it a wrestler? A wrestler? And so that question was answered tonight, and it went uh, Jackson's way. So we're seeing 2021 seems to be the year where live sports are coming back. Um, I'm just curious, does Bellator have any plans for 2021 that they can share with us? You know, I'll tell you, we are looking forward to the day that we can walk into, you know, a stadium and have a packed audience and not have to have social distancing and wear masks and and do all the things that we're doing now but we're going to be very careful about that and you know we we are governed by a, a covid protocol uh you know division basically that has a lot of doctors has a lot of lawyers and and really we have to do you know some safe health and safety first so that's going to come first but i was just reading in california even listen i i, I live in santa clara county it's probably the most stringent uh, county in the whole country at one time. They even had the 49ers had to move to Arizona to play football. Think about that. They couldn't practice outside. They couldn't play outside. And so, you know, when when I when Santa Clara open, is opening up like it is now, it gives me hope. And I can see light at the end of the tunnel now. And so, I, I, I you know, I think we're going to be patient. We're going to be here for at least a couple months. And then we'll reevaluate. But I, I don't think it's that far off, to be honest. We're already making, and I can't talk about it, so please don't ask, because we're already making plans about some international fights we're going to put together. And uh, I'm really excited about uh, late summer and uh, going into the fall.
Last quick one for me. Um, I saw you octagon side, sat next to Habib and Ali Abdelaziz. It looked like you're having a great conversation, lots of laughter, very animated. Any of that conversation you can share with us? You know, I tell you, it's um, you. Ha you have to remember that you know these like Ali manages a lot of fighters, but I, I've known him. I want to say like 20 years. I've known him for 20 years, even when he was fighting before. And uh, when I was working for K1, he his cousin uh, Karam uh, Abdulaziz was a Egyptian gold medalist uh, wrestler from Olympics, and we took him to Japan, and he fought in, in an event that K1 was involved with, and I helped. And um, it didn't work out for his cousin, but that's when I first started meeting Ali and talking to him. And, and uh, you know, and I didn't see him for like 10 years. And he's become this very powerful manager, has a lot of great fighters. But, you know, we go back way before, you know, he was still competing at the time. So to me, he, he's a great old friend. To me, honestly, it's like, you know, I'm not, I'm not sure if you saw Javier Mendez there. But Javier is, you know, I used to promote Javier's fights in San Jose back in the, in the 80s, honestly. And uh, he was one of my students before in traditional karate. And, you know, he's like, he's been like a brother for me. So, you know, he trains Khabib and he runs, uh, he trains Usman now. He's part of that whole team. Um, and I haven't seen him for about a year because he's been in Abu Dhabi or he's been, he was with Khabib for the fight. And he's been training in Vegas. So I haven't seen him. So it was like a little reunion. And I would see Khabib in San Jose training from time to time. And so it was just like a little reunion. That's, that's what you saw. But, you know, it was, uh, it was, it was a good time. Congrats on the event. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, the ass-kicking machine had a pretty impressive performance tonight against uh, Neiman Gracie. He was calling for a title shot or anybody who's standing in his way. Is that a strong possibility? Um, you know, I think it's a possibility. Again, you know, I like to go back on Monday and reshuffle the deck, so to speak. But he's definitely up there. You know, I think that, uh, you know, we have somebody else in mind right now. Uh, and we'll probably announce something really soon. But maybe, uh, you know, right after that, we can have that conversation with him. But, you know, he's... He's right in there for the for the title mix because I mean Neiman I think was ranked number two, and so uh, you know he definitely deserves a shot. Uh, you know, pending our our other fight we're, we're putting together. Awesome. And the last thing for me, I also had a very similar question. There was a lot of amazing fights tonight. A lot of fighters that broke out of the woodworks. Is there anybody outside of the main event that really impressed you tonight? Yes, there was. Um, there was a fight on the undercard. The gentleman that fought Gonzalez, the fought, fought uh, Roger Huerta. I thought he did a really good job, and I know he has a good wrestling background. So uh, we're excited to see what we can develop with him as well. All right, we have time for one or two more here. Jim? Yeah, thank you, Scott. You all announced Cyborg Smith 2, and I'm just curious your thoughts on that, and how long did that take to put that together? Was that the thought just – going forward, hey, this is the match we want to make, or do, were there other options? You know, I mean, to me, we looked at um, a couple, actually, opponents for Cyborg, but, you know, Gilbert Melendez, her trainer now, kept calling me and wanting this fight and said, look, last fight, she took it on short notice. She wasn't ready. She wasn't prepared. She feels that she deserves the title, and I'm training her. She's going to be, you know, solid. She's going to look great, and she's going to put up a great fight. So, you know, that, that's really how it came down. So, you know, Gilbert and I talked about it, and we, we made the fight. Thank you. Giancarlo. Hi, Scott. Uh, great event tonight. Uh, just curious, it was available for Canadian fans as well here in, uh, on YouTube. Uh, just wondering if that's a plan going forward or if there's a TV deal you have in the works that you can share. You know, I know there's dialogue right now ongoing about uh, where in Canada we're going to finally end up. But in the meantime, I do believe that uh, 
for the fans to be able to see uh, Bellator even next weekend, that we will open up the portal on uh, on YouTube, I believe, for Canada to receive it. So I think that is the the, the plan moving forward. All right, last one here, Santiago. Hi, Scott. Greetings from Amsterdam and congratulations on a beautiful night of fights. I have a question about two of your fighters coming out of Amsterdam. Can you give us an update about Gegard Musasi and Denise Kielold? You know, both both of those fighters have uh, have um, have matchups already, but we're not going to ready to announce them, so we're going to have to hold back on that. But we do have some exciting fights. I love both those fighters. Gegard is, you know, I started promoting him back when in Strikeforce, so I have a, he has a very special place in my heart. Denise is another, you know, buzzsaw. She is amazing. And so uh, they will be fighting soon. We'll have an announcement soon, I would say, in the next week or two. We're just locking some things up. Uh, but be patient, and we'll, I promise you, you'll be happy with these fights that, they, that these, these fighters will be, uh, be in. All right. Thanks, Scott. Mm -hmm. Thank you.